Road to Dark Hill, le podcast des entrepreneurs Aguerri. Today's podcast is in English and I have a special guest here. His name is Martin Thibault. Hey, Martin, how's it going? Doing awesome. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. So, can you, for those who don't know you, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Martin Thibault. I was born in uh, northern Quebec. My first language is French. I picked up English when I moved in Florida as a teenager, and I've been living in Montreal uh, for uh, 18 years now. Oh, cool. So, I know that you're an entrepreneur, so I just want to ask you, why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? Mm, I think somewhere, somehow, um, you have that from an early age on, but uh, it's a matter of whether or not you choose to awaken it. Yeah. So when, when I decided, I'm not sure exactly, I think in my past, uh, uh, you know, when I was younger during my teenage years, I was always trying to find ways to sort of carve my own path. And I was yeah. never very fond of the whole employee mindset. And uh, so I, w I would say in my teenage years was definitely when I started to explore different ways of trying to earn money and make mm -hmm. things happen for myself. Yeah. Did you sell like a limited stands and everything? Or just <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but always trying to find maybe st stuff to invent or business ideas that, uh, that, that, I, that I could somehow develop and get started with. So a lot of it, I, I guess, was up here and then it slowly yeah. started to materialize more and more. Yeah. Cool. So um, I know that you're very like and uh, most in the stock market and you do a lot of uh, uh, like uh, gold and crypto. So I, I want to talk a little bit about that. So I want to talk about the power of gold because, you know, we don't, people talk about money, talk about crypto, but they forget about gold. So do you, is gold still an asset on the 21th century? Yeah, absolutely. If anything, I believe gold will be a major player in the future. Because in 1971, the uh, President Richard Nixon separated fiat currency from the gold standard, which had a huge impact on the debt-based system that we have now with fiat. The thing with gold is uh, it, it, it creates a, an anchor for money, a, a certain stable um, Okay. backup or you know it's an it's an appreciating asset obviously and it's got an inherent value and i believe that a lot of the nations that are loading up on gold right now understand that in the future it's going to play an important role when we're talking about china and russia and south okay. africa brazil india i mean these are nations that all the BRICS countries are all loading up on a lot of gold because they know in the future it's going to have it's going to play an important role yeah so we're talking about countries but i mean what about people? Will people be able to really get that gold for them or it's going to be all, all countries that are going to start gold for them? What do you think that's going to happen? Well, gold has always been an asset of the rich. Personally, the business model that I'm involved into is uh, not digital or paper gold, but actual physical gold bullion. We're bringing gold to the masses in small quantities and, and our goal is to bring it to the people in smaller denominations that makes it affordable to everybody. So okay. I do believe that it, that the people who take advantage of this right now and start loading up on it, yeah. it's going to pay a major rewards in the future. Of course, I'm not a financial advisor. Okay. We don't know, you know, I don't have a crystal ball, but I believe that the people who are stocking up, not just on gold, obviously silver as well, precious metals, okay. they're, they're very good appreciating assets to own. Like you say, so how does gold compare to other assets like silver and everything? Is it more valuable? Is it really like other assets? 
It's, it's um, in their case by case. I don't know that much about other precious metals and stones and things like that. My specialty really is with physical gold. Okay. Um, but, but some people say there's higher returns with silver right now. Um, I just think long-term gold has, it's, it's been around forever. It's always yeah. been sort of the central money to, to the entire world, really. And it's only in, you know, in the past couple centuries that it was sort of moved away from that. But uh, I, I think when all... When when the world economy starts shifting, gold will play probably the most prominent role, actually, alongside with some of the more digital stuff we'll get into. So you believe that in the future people will use gold to buy stuff and everything? I, I don't know if we'll actually move it around physically because okay. I, I do think we're moving away from physical currencies, obviously, okay. hence the whole thing with digital currencies, crypto currencies. That's why there's such a, a popular thing because that's where the world is going, the internet, fast-paced global transactions. Um, but to have gold as a backing, as a reserve, I think is where is where its role will be. Okay, well, cool. And now you were talking about all the internet and crypto, so let's talk a little bit about that. So uh, what is crypto exactly? What is cryptocurrency for those who don't know? Mm. Uh, essentially, it's the money of the future. Cryptocurrency yeah. is here to stay. It's going to change the financial world forever. Okay. It's based on, on blockchain technology. There's also Hashgraph. But essentially, blockchain is peer-to-peer -peer transactions okay. based on smart contracts and ledgers. Um, that's going to sound a bit like Chinese for people who are not used to it. But <laughs> basically, we're talking about a fully transparent, decentralized payment system that uses humongous quantities of computers as the uh, witnesses to every transaction. Okay. So if I was to send you cryptocurrency or you send it to me, I can't say I didn't send it to you and you can't say you didn't receive it. Uh, okay. So it makes it 100% transparent, verified by an entire network of computers okay. and it and it's also decentralized. So it, you, we don't need a third party okay. to approve our transactions like you do with a credit card or with PayPal or okay. with a debit card where you need the bank or the credit card company to approve the transaction. Peer-to-peer -peer transactions are essentially just between, say, myself and yeah. you or any other one, you know, between two parties without a third one involved. So it's based on trust you see, between me and the person and the other person, trust and really that, you know? I, well, it's more than trust because it's fully verified by the network, verified. right? So, okay. so yeah, absolutely, 100% transparent. Okay, cool. So for those who are watching this blog or listening to the podcast, maybe they want to ask you right now, what, what are the three main cryptos right now? Well, the, okay, we have CoinMarketCap, yeah. like CoinMarketCap.com, which indicates some of the ones with the, the highest market caps and the, the, the ones that have the most money put into them. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I personally do not think those are going to be the main coins in the future. Bitcoin, okay. obviously, is the one that everyone knows, but Bitcoin is slow, very expensive, uses yeah. a lot of energy, and is not very adaptable, and most likely will slowly get washed out as okay. time goes. I believe so. Yeah, right now it's a common denominator coin to all other coins. And as a result, it's being used for everything. But uh, for the long term, there will be a lot of coins that will replace it. And uh, personally, I'm a big fan of two coins that I'm on board with big time, which are the KBC, the carrot gold coin, okay. and the KCB, the carrot coin bank coin, which uh, the first one is the first gold-backed cryptocurrency in the world. So we're talking about gold reserves earlier. Yes. Well, this one has a gold reserve behind it, okay. and it's in uh, it's an ERC twenty token, but soon to have its own blockchain. Okay, wow. uh, 
which makes it very fast, uh, cost efficient, so on and so forth. And the second one, the KCB, brand new coin, not even accessible to the public right now in pre-token sales, is one that is connected to a bank, the first fully licensed cryptocurrency bank in the world okay. that's it's establishing an entire ecosystem. So if you were to ask me what the two main coins will be, yeah. I believe it's those two. <laughs> As for the third, I don't know. There's a lot of coins competing competing out there. Yeah. But uh, obviously Ethereum is a very interesting coin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. So uh, now that we are talking about that subject, um, what do you think about ICOs? Uh, I, well, obviously, ICOs a lot of times are used to fund startup projects. So they're not, and, and there's been a lot of fraud and scams in ICOs. Yeah. And, there's, and then, of course, there's a lot of countries who can't get involved in ICOs. So ICOs are a very volatile, risky place. Now, okay. uh, with any amount of risk is a, a huge amount of potential in terms of returns. Yeah. I've invested in several ICOs and had some very nice returns, but I've also lost in many of them, right, because of these variables. So ICOs are... Um, very interesting if you do your research well like if the project is okay. a solid one if the idea is a good one and it has potential and you come in early like any investment right okay. you make your money when you buy not when you sell yeah. um then the potential is quite big uh, you just have to know how to really look into the white paper into the management team into into the project itself okay. and uh, it's it's a little bit of a gamble because in the end there are many, 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 well, there's thousands of cryptocurrencies and ICOs coming out every day. Yeah. And only maybe 10, 15, 20 main coins will remain at the end of it all yeah. and will become main players in the world. So it's a little bit of which one uh, will, will it be and are you in on that one? Yeah. So, yeah, people have to look into it, like have to research before they invest in ICOs and everything. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, we are almost at the end of the podcast, so before we go to the last question, I just want to uh, let people know where they can contact you. Is there any platform, any website, any Facebook, Instagram, that can people just say, hey, hi, Martin, how's it going, everything? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, on, on Facebook, it's my name, M-A-R-T-I-N-T-H-I-B-E-A-U-L-T, so Martin Thibault or okay. Martin Thibault 120 uh, on Facebook. Uh, I do have a site for our team that with a, a business that we're building, uh, which is the globalunitedgroup.com website, okay. and on Instagram, coach underscore Martin underscore Thibault. Okay. And um, that's it. Okay, cool. We're going to put all the links on the description on the video and the audio so can people okay, so people can contact you. And the last question, because I really like technology, I want to talk about how does the stock market will be affected by all these cryptos and all these technologies that come in the future, the stock market and the IPOs and the, you know, the Wall Street and everything. Uh, that's the whole, that's the big question because cryptocurrency, like I said, is here to stay. I believe, um, I mean, a lot of people really into cryptocurrency think we're going to take down the banking system and all that. The, the chances of that are pretty, sl uh, happening are pretty slim. The banks are going to find a way to get involved. Yeah. Um, it is going to change the, the financial world as we know it. Within the next four or five years, I, I do believe we're not going to have uh, fiat currency anymore in the okay. world. And uh, crypto will become the main payment system globally. Um, how that will affect companies, so on and so forth, well, most likely they're just going to transition into whatever mode of payment and coins that are, be, that are being used. So we're essentially, we're replacing money, not companies in the, in the, in the stock market okay. per se. Yeah. So companies that will adapt to the new system. So that's what's going on. Exactly, yeah. Hey, it's really a pleasure to have you on the show. I really appreciate it. So it's Martin Thibault and this podcast is done. Thank you very much, Martin. Thanks very much for having me. Yes. Yeah.
Bye.